today we're going to finish up the AFC East. We're going to break down the New England Patriots. In this team breakdown, we're going to answer the questions. Do any receivers hold fantasy value? Can Damian Harris back last season up? And is this offense beyond critical mass? Let's dig into number three already. The wide receiver depth chart is beyond critical mass. They traded for Devontae Parker, drafted Tyquan Thornton out of Baylor. They bring back Kendrick Bourne, Jacoby Myers, Nelson Aguilar. It's a really crowded wide receiver room. I think it is beyond critical mass. I don't think anybody has a large enough share to be successful. Some other offseason changes that happened were that they lost both starting guards. Ted Karras is now on the Cincinnati Bengals. Shaq Mason was traded to reunite with Tom Brady in Tampa Bay. Most notably, most significant, um, most intricate change over the offseason regarding to this offense is that they have no offensive coordinator listed. I find that a really big concern, especially because many other teams are in OTAs with their offensive coordinator implementing game plans throughout the year. Um, now, I obviously don't think Bill Belichick is doing nothing about it. I think he's planning for everything, arguably better than anybody. Um, but there's speculation that Belichick himself is taking over play calling duties. More likely, Joe Judge, who's on that staff, is going to fill that position. He has experience as a head coach of the Giants, which was a failure in itself. I don't think, regardless if it's Judge or Belichick, I find great concern for this offense. I don't think they're going to be as fine-tuned as last year, and they don't have that good of a game plan in. The running game this year, um, let's start with Damian Harris. He finished as RB14 last year. He was a pleasant surprise for his fantasy owners. He's the clear-cut goal line back and red zone back. He scored 11 touchdowns inside the 10. He had 63% of the team's carries inside the 10. They like rolling with him when they get close to it. Um, he's a big guy, big sturdy guy who can run in between the tackles. But I think this running game isn't a depth chart. It's a rotation. And I don't think Damien Harris can back up that value he provided last year because of that. He had the highest snap share in this offense with 42%. Um, so when you're divvying up the workload that much, Brandon Bolden had 33%, Steve, Ramondre Stevenson had 34%. It gives me a great concern from a fantasy owner's perspective is that he's not on the field that much and he's very touchdown reliant. Now, the receiving back comes with lots of volume and value in fantasy football. James White from 2016 to 2020 averaged 88 targets per season. He went down in week three with a nasty subluxation of his hip. Um, he was injured for the rest of the season. Brandon Bolden filled his spot, and he still caught 41 balls and finished as the RB40, which is a good bench piece, backup, stash away piece. So this receiving back in the offense is used a lot. It's very valuable. It will be interesting to see just how James White returns from his serious injury. He's 30. I don't think he's going to return back to peak form. Um, but if he's back in the fold, he's definitely going to still carry some value in himself. If he's not, if he can't get it going again, uh, I would look for Pierre Strong, the rookie they drafted in the fourth round to consume that role. Let's go over to the receiving game now. The additions of Devontae Parker and Tyquan Thornton stretches value too thin to truly count on anybody here in the receiving game, except for maybe you could start Hunter Henry, 
who was New England's lead red zone receiver. Henry led the team in targets inside the red zone with 18. Interestingly enough, Hunter Henry had nine red zone catches last year, all accounted for his nine touchdowns. So basically if they're throwing him the ball and he caught it, it ended up being a touchdown as a recipe for success. I don't see them leaning away from that. Now, is he going to get nine touchdowns next year again? I don't know. It's probably under or over. You could choose either. The running back room, as I mentioned before, the receiving back is really valuable. Running backs combined for 17.5% target share last year. I'd expect that to increase with a guy like James White, a receiving back specialist, back in the fold. And just who loses the season biggest reduction in snaps and targets from last year with the newest additions at Devontae Parker and Tyquan Thornton? I think Kendrick Bourne and Jacoby Myers are safe. They look like they had good chemistry with Mac Jones. They're still going to be on the field. I think Nelson Aguilar, who was that third receiver on the field often last year, I think he's going to see the biggest hit in his numbers. I think Devontae Parker is going to slide in above Aguilar in the starting lineup, and Tyquan Thornton can even eat away at that production as well. Now there's some ambiguous areas. The first big looming one is James White's health. Just what kind of state is he going to be in heading into next year? Can he even play? I mean, his injury was very serious, especially for a running back at the tail end of their career. And where does Tyquan Thornton fit into? They obviously have a plan for him. They drafted him pretty highly in the second round above some other notable receivers. He's big. He's fast. I don't think he's going to have the consistency or game IQ at this level to find a role in the field that's prominent. I think he's going to be a guy on the bench that's going to learn quite a bit. Um, he will have some flashes of productivity this year. Not that much, though. And the rare chance that he does get thrown to, he could score an 80-yard touchdown. I mean, he's big. He's fast. He ran under a 4-3 last year. Um, so I don't think he plays that big into the offense. But if he does, then just look for that value to get even spread more thin. Um, whose productivity does Devontae Parker steal? Parker is probably the most talented wide receiver in this offense. I think he he's also a veteran. I think he's going to be in the starting lineup. There's no way you don't have a guy of his caliber in it. Now, does he become the wide receiver one? I don't know. I don't think so. I think Jacoby Myers and Kendrick Bourne are still above him in the pecking order just because they have that chemistry built in and they did secede last year in their own ways. Um, I think Parker takes over Aguilar's role, but he could also chase some numbers from Myers and Bourne as well. So it'll be interesting to see who takes the biggest hit. Here are my rushing projections. I'm projecting Damien Harris to get 199 attempts. He's going to finish with under 900 yards, but he's still going to have 11 touchdowns. I think they rely on him way too much inside the red zone for him not to have double-digit touchdowns. Um, Kendrick Bourne, he's going to strap together a couple yards on the ground game. He ran the ball 14 times last year. I think that adds just a, a little to his floor for his fantasy stock. But otherwise, there's not much rushing productivity in this offense. The passing-receiving game, I have Mac Jones throwing for under 4,000 yards, 23 touchdowns and 11 picks, a minor improvement from last year. I don't see Jacoby Myers finishing with over 120 targets like he did last year. 
I see him being the lead receiver with a 19% target share and 100 targets on the dot. Everybody else, I have Bourne and Parker near 70 targets. Um, James White, only 48 targets. So I'm not expecting him to come back to his normal self. Hunter Henry, 70 targets. Everybody's values spread out way too thin to truly trust anybody in your lineup next year. Uh, we'll look at the final fantasy projections I have. I have Mac Jones finishing with 233 points. That'd be around QB 20. Damien Harris, 178. That'd be like RB 25. And then he's a leading back. I don't think James White's really going to come back the same guy. If he does, then great. I think White's a could be a steal late in the rounds if he's going to see 80-plus catches like he has in the past. Jacoby Myers is a lead receiver, as we mentioned. I still only have him totaling 162 points. That would be right around wide receiver 37. Hunter Henry at 147 points. That would put him at a low end tight end one, which he was last year. I think he's probably about the only fantasy asset I would like to own out of this offense. I don't think it's very fantasy friendly at all. Um, Let me know if you think I'm wrong, if you think Devontae Parker is going to come out and prove to me that he's still a stud. Uh, Please, I'd love to hear the input about this one. This is the first one that I truly got a lot of negative results, um, worse than I thought I would. So please let me know, share it with your fellow New England friends, get them all angry on this fine Memorial Day. Thanks, guys.